welcome to the Audio Awards, uh, episode two. Um, just a bit of housekeeping uh, at first. Thank you very much for listening to the first episode and welcome back. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I've got my first of uh, our great guests today is Alex Brewster. Say hello, Alex. Hello. <laughs> Alex runs a Living Liverpool Tour, which is a TikTok account, uh, all about local history, different places, and he sort of goes through, as I suggests. He sort of walks through and gives you a bit of a tour and just some some info and some ideas. So we're gonna have a little chat about that today. Uh, hand out some audio awards and um, yeah. So let's get into it. Sounds welcome, Alex. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, mate. No worries. No worries. I'm I'm laughing because uh, now now the mics are on. <laughs> We've just been chatting for ages. Well, like now twenty the mic, minutes. Now was... the mics are on. We were like. <laughs> Oh, this is real. <laughs> the, the room fills with tension, doesn't it? For some reason, it goes like when you press play and it's like, oh, Welcome to the audio awards. Like, you, you do get a bit uh, choked up, but it will be fine. We'll be fine, yeah, won't we? We've been sense. talking for 20 minutes. Luckily, if, if we do get stuck, hopefully, we won't. That would be an awful podcast, wouldn't it? Uh, when Alex arrived here today, uh, he's wearing a hoodie from uh, from Dave. So we can always yeah. we can always go back to talking about rap for the hour. Yeah, we can do that. <laughs> we know it's just awful. We'll, uh, we'll do some Liverpool history first, though. Um, so, yeah, how did you get started, Alex? Yeah, so I, I guess, like, I've had this um, connection to social media for a while now. Um, and it, I, f- I find social media a bit draining. Like, I don't, I don't mm. really engage with, like, I delete my Facebook accounts, all of that sort of stuff. And I do have Instagram, but I never post on it. I think it's, like... It's just draining and it's so fake. Um, so my, I've always kind of made stuff, I suppose, like, and I've had YouTube channels in the past. Oh, yeah. So anything like media has always been of interest yeah, yeah. rather than just, like, posting, look at me, look what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can never quite pull off, like, the, the poses or the faces to get the likes. So, <laughs> I don't know. Um, you can try. Uh, <laughs> filter yourself up. Maybe, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've always just made videos, and, and but long-form stuff. So... I've got like a couple of YouTube channels that are like around 10,000 oh, yeah. subs, which isn't massive on YouTube, but it kind of was a, was a kind of proof of concept that I could make something and build a community. Um, and they've been going for like years. I don't necessarily post to them anymore, mm. but they still, they still exist yeah. in the background. And then I had this sort of idea to kind of transition one of those channels onto TikTok and, and that, that had been floating around in my head for a couple of years. So one is around, it's like essentially like a kid's channel where I, I read books aloud. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And the other is centers around mental health, like start a lockdown, like I went bonkers oh. and, and needed some outlet um, and found it in YouTube. So I was thinking like, I'm going to bring this onto TikTok and I could never quite find the way to do it, but I could see TikTok as being this like mm. potential opportunity. Because it's suppose. so, um, it needs to grab, doesn't it? Because yeah. like the longer, the longer TikToks are only like 30 seconds, yeah, aren't they? Exactly. Most, most of five, six seconds. Like it's just a, like a, a thing that happens quick. And it's still like, you know, if you're like a, a young woman, you're definitely getting more likes than, you know, the average bloke. So there's going to be some other niche that you can offer. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. Really saying. And, and similar to how we were talking about before. The, before I can't imagine you doing, like, one of the viral dance challenges. You no, know, well, like, do you know yeah. what? Maybe I have. You might find it somewhere. <laughs> it's on TikTok. It's, it's out there. Under a different account, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we were kind of chatting before we started recording about, like, TikTok and the way maybe, like, you're you're a bit younger than me but you kind of stumble across these uh, like people share links and you inevitably get like pulled into tiktok and then eventually yeah. you install it and you kind of 
I found myself watching yeah. people I've... who talk about stuff and let and teach people stuff more mm. than like the kind of benign yeah. videos. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh wow, there's a real opportunity here to like be kind of fun and educational. Yeah. And that really like appealed to me, I suppose. So mm. that was that was the the sort of origin story. And similar to you starting this podcast, I was just like, fuck it, I'm starting yeah, doing it now. Yeah. yeah. And do you film it all yourself? Is it just you and your phone? Is it you just your location, you just go for it? Yeah. Um, so the first one I did was Hock and Hall Alley, which is like just off Dale Street, this like old um, terraced house, basically, sort of stood in the middle of like, I guess, growing industry in the kind of 18th century. Um, and I was just, I think I was on annual leave, or it was just the weekend. And I was just bored and I was like, okay, I'm going to make a history TikTok. I'm going down, just got my phone and recorded. And I guess like that idea of just doing it all myself came from like the YouTube channels where I'd have all this like kit, like I'd be filming with proper cameras. I would have like a proper mic and all that sort of stuff. And it was just taking forever to edit. And I was like, man, I can just hit record. And I'll record the audio as a voice memo on my iPhone. So I've got it all on my phone. I'll just airdrop it to my computer Mm. and then I'll just edit it all. So yeah, it's just me out and about. Um, I've been a couple of occasions actually with, with, with my uh, missus, like we've gone, we've gone out and kind of scouted locations if we're bored at the weekend. Yeah. Um, but for the most time, yeah, just me wandering around, being a weirdo, like filming stuff. <laughs> but I think that's quite a nice thing. I, I, I think it comes through, as I say, what, you know, watching your videos. And there is one on there, isn't there, called like uh, wind, wind blew down the camera or something like that. I think you must yeah, have been yeah. out in like a storm and, it, and it's basically like an outtake. Well, I think, I think there's something quite nice about that, isn't there? Like a bit of a, you know, a bit of an ad hoc production value. Just like, here's me, I'm going out and doing it. Here's a bit of info. It's local stuff. It's just, it's just fun, isn't it? It's not like... Yeah, I, in any way. I just... think that's the that's the thing. It's like the mission I wanted really was like people would. So, so because it is quite lo-fi, like, and it is just me. Basically, it's my point of view walking around these places. Yeah, is I that wanted camera be, angle, like, yeah, of, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. wanted it to be like like people to be able to kind of imagine themselves in that position and then go do it themselves. Either at that location I've been, mm. or. Um, like, oh, that local point of interest, you know, wherever they live across Liverpool or Merseyside, they'll have something and they've heard about it or maybe they're, you know, a parent or someone's told them a little bit about it, but they've never paid much attention. And I kind of wanted them to, like, put themselves in my shoes, take themselves off. So if it was a big, flashy production with, like, credits and all yeah, this sort of stuff. You think you couldn't be asked, could you, really? No, it would feel like such a production. <laughs> it'd all, there'd almost be no point going yourself, whereas I think... My kind of aim with the videos is like just show enough, but like not everything. Yeah, so someone would then want to go and see exactly, it themselves. Yeah, like you, you yeah. get a, you get an idea of what it's about, and you give some info, don't you? And like, but it, it's great because it's bite sized, it's quick. It's like there it is, da, 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 and the camera, and then like people go, "Oh, I'm gonna have a look at that myself," and I'm yeah. sure lots of people have. Yeah, and that, I think that's the best bit. It's like when people message and say, "Oh, I took the kids here at the weekend," or yeah. "Oh, yeah, like I showed me dad this video, and he used to like drink around the corner." Oh, that's nice. Stuff like that would well. be brilliant, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, so I, I like that connections with bosses, like hearing people's like enjoyment of like not necessarily the video, but like the memory that that video yeah. evokes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's been nice to to. to read really those comments coming in and and that was the surprising bit is how quickly 
that happened. Yeah. Um, that people were just like, yeah, oh, wow, I didn't know this. I live across the road. I didn't know that was there. Or, you know, oh, I'm going tonight. I want to check this out on the way back from work. All of that sort of yeah. stuff. I'm like, yeah, got to well, keep making these bits. Yeah, Liverpool's a village, isn't it? Like, so like, you see something, I know, I know what that is. I used to drive past there. I used to work around the corner. We were just, I say, we were just talking before we, we started to hit record. A place called Eldon Grove. And now I... We, I remember going there when I was like, I was out doing this like marketing thing at work years ago, and then um, we just chose to like just meet up, <clears throat> and um, oh, the, the two sorts of separate cars we were out for the day, we'll meet here, and, and someone around that neighborhood said, Oh, meet by Alden Grove, and I had no idea what it was, and when we got there, it was like a quite like quite like amazing, you know, in the sense when you drive around, you see this old is it is it Tudor's or Edward, uh, Tudor, like <laughs> Edwardian, Mark, sorry, Mark, Mark, Mark Tudor, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's built to look really grand. Yeah, and it does, doesn't yeah. it? Like when you, you drive, you, you almost couldn't believe it. Like you're going like round the corner, around these streets, and almost in the middle, like, like a real, like a, like a gem, like a diamond in the rough. It's it's, it's quite unbelievable if you if you go and see it. It's, it's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it it is, and it's 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 kind of typical of like a listed building in Merseyside that it's just been left. Yeah. So so when I went and and maybe I didn't go. Who knows? But if you went and crawled under a fence and mm. got into the building site, then you can <laughs> <laughs> then you can then you can see. I mean, it isn't uh, a site I would recommend anyone kind of gets into because it is high and it is dangerous and it is falling apart. Um, but it is like this this thing that you you sometimes like you'd be driving around, you'd be driving through like Vauxhall and you just see like a hint of it above the rooftops and think, what the hell is what that? Is that? Like, yeah. What is like, that? Yeah, like am I seeing things? Yeah. It's like an Edwardian mansion in the middle of Oxy. Because, it, yeah, it contrasts so much with the houses around it. Mm. Um, but, it's yeah, I guess it's like one of them real, like, shame example of, like, Liverpool architecture that's just been, like, binned off by the council or sold to developers yeah. and then never turned it into anything. Or anything. Like, you see, like, loads. Like, I, I, I had to go... Um, like drove, drove along like Tubrook, um, the other day, and and you see, and, and on sort of like the left hand side, if you come, if you're going like towards sort of towards Anfield, for example, you see all those lovely buildings, and they're amazing, aren't they? And like, the, but they have been sort of left to go to Wreck and Ruin, like, mm. the, you can see the regeneration project that's going on there, and like Newsham Park, those houses are unbelievable, gorgeous properties, but as you say, a lot of it, it, it tends to be left alone by a council or sold on and just like go and go and make it into five or six flats yeah which yeah. is a shame really and we should be preserving and i think the like architecture probably that site the elden grove site has been vacant for like what 40 years or something like mm. that 30 40 years um and i don't know i can't quite remember who owns it but like maybe they've tried a few times to get something sorted there's been some like negotiation over like cost and price and then it's like whether the location is right for like luxury flats, which is essentially all you would use it for. Like if you look at the kind of architectural drawings now, it's presenting it as almost like a gated community in the middle of like the cusp, I suppose, of that Eldonian estate. Mm. Um, and, you know, I, I don't quite know who it's for. Like it, that, yeah. that, that land okay. was for people, you know, it was for like working class people to have somewhere like aspirational, luxurious, well, relatively luxurious to live. I'm sure it was. Um, post like slum clearance, whereas now it is just unfortunately going to be like either student accommodation mm. or priced probably beyond the, the, the reach of the, the local community. Yeah, people who live there, yeah. Interesting, I wonder, just little you know, places like that, they, they are that interesting. 
And um, yeah, so de- definitely go on Alex's TikTok and have a little look at the, that video and, uh, and a lot of the others. Um, I went on yesterday and you're up to 27,500 followers. That's some going, that isn't it? Yeah, so we have a lot of people, that, isn't it? I wonder, wonder what the like the sort of the, the numbers are like. Are they all in Liverpool or under or yeah, all so, over? So, so pretty much all UK at least, mm. um, very geographic, like low, defo, very local. Um, and I guess like the, the bit of me that sort of like business minded for our oh, man, like if this was bigger than say. Liverpool or Merseyside, I suppose it does reach to kind of across Merseyside now. Um, I could pull bigger numbers, but I don't think I would. I think the important bit is like it is very like hyper local and niche, and mm. like I, I want people to turn it on and see something they recognise yeah, on the feed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whether that's like their area and it's a it's a piece of architecture, it's a bit of history that they're familiar with, or like I say, just something that they've driven past before and and oh, I didn't know that that was that. Um, I, d- I wouldn't have grown as fast, I think, if it had been like UK history or something like yeah. that. Yeah, um, a bit but, too sparse, wouldn't it? Like yeah. something in like Herefordshire might go like, wow, I could drive past that every day. Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily be too, you know, jazz the book. Be, out, yeah, and 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 the the re, you know TikTok likes it when people share, and I think that's where it's come from. If mm. I look at like the data, it's. It, lots of viewers come from like uh, like it being shared in a WhatsApp message or something yeah. like that. Oh, I'll check this out. And it makes it, the app makes it nice and easy for you to do that, doesn't yeah. it? Like, yeah, look at this video, it's hilarious, or you know, yours. Exactly, and and that like figure, I was laughing because you 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 told me how many followers <laughs> I had. I wasn't sure. I yeah, I went on yesterday to charge. I logged out of TikTok like a couple of weeks ago because I was like, I need a break from this. Um, so I hadn't really been keeping up with it, but that like happened not overnight but i would say within the first week it was like 10 15 really? and then oh. it was like it's been slower since then but mm. still you know the numbers are good and like the video views are good because i mean i suppose there's two there's two stats really there's the number of views and then there's the number of followers and you don't necessarily convert everyone into a follower mm. um but when i started it like i wasn't looking for followers i was kind of looking for an outlet to do something that i was interested in um and the fact that it's like 20 odd thousand people that are invested enough to follow is boss like yeah. I, I, I love that yeah i thought it was a really good number to be fair really good number um you just don't like tiktok like need to pay <laughs> like if, if tiktok <laughs> yeah paid, like, hey, YouTube, TikTok, come on if they paid up like youtube like I'd be, uh, I wouldn't be driving my old course, I still put it that way. <laughs> like 2p a day, I think it is, or something like that. Is it for, for if you post on it? Yeah, so like, say like if I have a day with like 100, say say I have a day with like a million views, I might get a quid. Really? Or if I have a day that's pretty standard, where it's like tens of thousands of views, I might get like five, eight, eight p or something eight like p, that. Eight p, eight, eight p. So what can you like? You cannot <laughs> buy a lot for eight p these days. <laughs> and did did you see like a um, like a boom in, in your, your your amount of followers for the same video or anything like that? Or was it like mm. the same video was really popular? Or so it. I mean, it's difficult because it happens so quickly. The first video like flew. Like I remember sort of just posting it and then coming back to it at tea time, and it had like. I don't know, say fifty thousand views, and I was like, "What?" And mm. It was like a thousand people following me, and I was, I was kind of like, "Huh?" Loads of comments saying like, "Go here, go here, go here," and yeah. that's when I was like, "Oh wait, so like, yeah, maybe people 
do want this. Um, it's difficult because I, I think because it's like geographically spread across Merseyside, it, 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 it kind of boosts every time because it's interesting to a different group of people, I suppose. <clears throat> um, I don't know necessarily there was one video that like really catapulted yeah. it. It's felt quite like organic and, and consistent, I suppose, every time I've, I've posted something. But like the first couple of vids that I did, like Queen Avenue and Hockenhall Alley and, and where I was like in the center of town, where like discovery was high, like that like just snowballed and I was getting like, follow like my phone was going crazy with notifications of followers um which is pretty wild like mm. it was fun it was fun yeah and do you get suggestions often then do you loads of people yeah. are constantly saying like go here go there and that's great you know so so when i started like i say it was more like just ah, oh, i want to do something like interesting for me yeah. and like capture some of these things that intrigue me um and I, I suppose what I was fearful of was, is like running out of stuff, like, you know, running out of steam, running out of places to visit, all mm. of that. Whereas what I realized is like, we've all, you know, we all grew up in these like different L postcodes or whatever. And we're quite like familiar with our own area, but unless you like relocate for work or unless you kind of like have mates in a different area, we can be super familiar with like our, our like, two, three mile radius yeah, of our house yeah, totally agree, and yeah. then nothing beyond that. Or yeah. maybe we might have a bit of familiarity, but not much. Yeah. And I realize people are suggesting stuff to me like, oh, I used to go here as a kid and this is what we used to do. We used to dare each other to do this. And I was like, I've never heard of this place yeah. before. Just like, you know, the places I used to play in like the, the air age shelters on Crosby Beach as a kid, like there'll be loads of people. When I posted that video, loads of people didn't know that there, there was tunnels under under the sand dunes in Crosby Beach, basically. And it was like, how can you not know that? Well, like, yeah, I, yeah. you know, this is where I spent my childhood. But unless you grew up in well, Crosby, why like, would you? Again, before <laughs> before you hit record, we were just talking, and I mentioned about Chilwell Woods, and, and you're not particularly familiar yeah. with that, are you? So, like, yeah. you're from sort of north end of the city. I'm from sort of the south end of the city, Chilwell, sort of Allerton way. Um, and you, you can be quite like area centric can't you like oh this is where i'm from you go to town everyone goes to the city center don't they but you, you sort of have no reason to, to go and like to go and play out in crosby would you when you were growing nah, up or, or, nah. or you know in Alton or Chilwell or whatever the case may be now this is it and even even like that that level of interest like i want like i say i want people to watch it and be a bit sort of intrigued and proud of where they're from but like walking around town like if you walk up bold street for example like if you really pay attention to the buildings, it's mad because they're all like different, like they're all like built by different builders. There's no like uniformity between these buildings. They were all like cropped up at different stages of like the city's development. They've all got like, like different bits of decoration. Like some are quite Art Nouveau, some are like a little bit more kind of like homely and maybe with like a, a terrace frontage of a shop and some are like a bit more kind of brutal in their architecture. So it's, there's, there's, the sort of familiarity, but there's also like being switched on and like having our eyes open, looking around and, and really kind of being nosy enough, I suppose, to look at an interesting thing and then just get your phone out and Google. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> well, I can imagine, you say Bolt Street there, I can imagine pretty much every single person who listens to this has walked up and down it yeah, hundreds yeah. of times, but have any of them like looked up yeah, at all like you know sort of crane your neck a little bit and like looked at the apex of the buildings probably not you yeah. know like 
the resurrection, you know, like the you know the whatever shop and up and down, you know, Bold Street Coffee, whatever, whatever the case yeah. may be. You've seen them a hundred times, haven't you? And you probably never actually had a good look around, really. There's probably that much going on on Bold Street itself. You probably never had an actual look around, have you? No, a lot no. of people. No, you I'm, have, but not yeah, everyone. Yeah, oh, I have. Yeah, because I'm nosy. And I'm probably <laughs> distracted all the time. But <laughs> we get run over uh, by a bicycle. <laughs> one, <day. laughs> one of them are lucky scooters nowadays, mm. isn't it? Um, all the lids love them. <laughs> but yeah, that's it. Like I just, I, I, I kind of, it. That's the bit that I love is when people are like, "Oh man, like I, you know, I didn't notice this before," or, you know, that I live around the corner and I didn't know this was here. Like. It, pretty much all the videos are kind of new to me as well like i'm not a historian like my background isn't in history or anything like that i'm just kind of nosy mm. i just like looking at maps i just like looking at buildings like i have an art degree so i suppose like oh, yeah. i've had this um and i yeah just to just to kind of like study stuff i suppose a bit more so like that's where it probably starts from and then i'll like if i see an interesting like uh, date carved into a wall or I'll see a bit of mosaic work or something I'll kind of like take a photo of it get home google it and go mm. like what was that building like number seven cheap side like what did that used to be and then if I can find some info on it go on um, cheap side <laughs> no, is, that, is, this a, is this an exclusive an audio award no. exclusive is one of your upcoming videos that was an example but cheap you know, side like, cheap sides in town's boss like yeah. because you've got that you've got that huge huge like jail essentially um, which is now the student accommodation. Um, Jail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've done it really, like they've done it nicely. I mean, it's far more luxurious than student accommodation I've lived in. Mm. Um, but you've got all these kind of shop fronts, and you've got all these old. I mean, there's there's the 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 Bridewell vaults, which is the pub opposite there, which isn't used, um, but it's still got all this mosaic work that will be like a hundred and something years old, and um, just just covering this building all of these kind of mosaic motifs everywhere and and it's you just walk past it because it looks like a wreck no one's using it um you wouldn't notice it but like i, I suppose the bit i i'm imagining like when i see that place i imagine two things firstly like it's the bridewell vault it's named after the the, the sort of prison opposite um so I'm thinking all the prison guards kind of pouring out at the end of the shift and going yeah. for a pint. Yeah, that's been a lively place on it in the, yeah, the years gone by. But this kind of like loop as well. So the 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 the, the Bridewell prison was was kind of like a, a temporary place to to house like drunks and disorderly people, all this sort of <laughs> so I'm, I'm, might have ended up I'm imagining this loop of people, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Victorian kind of hamster wheels uh, getting like pulled by their collar into the vaults. Yeah. And then spending the night getting kicked out and walking back over to the vault and having another having another pail or whatever. Yeah, a few shandies, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and again, Cheapside. Cheapside, that, just off Dale Street, isn't it, Cheapside? Yeah, yeah. So again, I'm sure, God, everyone's walked up and down Dale Street, haven't they? But a lot of people won't, if you, if you go and take towards like Water Street, for example, you won't have taken that right turn to Cheapside, will you? Because no. why would you, unless you go into an office space or you live that way? But city centre, it's, it's still in the city centre, but it's probably a lot of place that a lot of people don't go near. Yeah, and I, do, I think lots of it is doesn't feel that inviting. Like the way Liverpool sort of is built, there's lots of these little alleys and, you know, places that 
you wouldn't necessarily stray from. Very few of us have got the time to sort of divert from the route that Google's told us to walk, right? So if we're going from the station to whatever, or the car park to the pub or whatever, we're going on a very specific route and, and very few of us kind of wander off and turn left or right. We're, we're pretty much kind of just fo- follow that Not direct like route. a tourist in your own city, are you? No, you never. stick to the route you, you sort of, you've done since you were a kid? Yeah, you know that way, you turn left there, mm. you turn right there and that's it. You've never kind of done the, done the opposite. Whereas I suppose like I've always been intrigued to to, to change my route. Like I'm, I'm such a nerd, like if I'm driving somewhere <laughs> And I've driven that route recently. I'll drive a different route because I'll be like, "This is more interesting for me. I want to see if there's something else." It's, I'm all, not it's all content. I'll, yeah, it's all, all content. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think stuff. it's just nosiness to be honest. More than content, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Um, I was kind of thinking like that idea of like maybe some people are kind of put off from exploring places beyond their 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 immediate realm like where they live and where they work. And like, for me, Liverpool's, I've got this like odd relationship with Liverpool, I suppose, where um, when I, like I grew up in the 80s and the 90s in Liverpool and and it felt so different than it does now. Like it felt kind of like hard and it felt like, like, dangerous at times and and, and and rough and this probably is like this wide-eyed kid from the suburbs in Crosby but like sometimes like parking up in certain areas to like for me mom or dad to kind of nip the shop in, 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 in somewhere and I'd be sitting there thinking holy this like feels I don't know this area I don't know what this is this feels like new to me and exciting and um, so I think I've always had that kind of that intrigue with different places but then when I like growing up in that environment, you know, going into town as like a like a punk and a skater and just getting battered every Friday night and Saturday nights yeah, by really? by the scouts. Yeah. Like I think I just fell out of love with Liverpool. <clears throat> and then like I moved away when I was eighteen and didn't come back till I was like thirty something. Yeah. Uh, other than like Christmas and stuff like that. Mm. And came back to like just an entirely different place. And I was like, wow, this this feels different. And that was in in some ways it was nice because like all these areas that were kind of like buildings. Like I can remember like going to like bits of speak and stuff like this as a kid. And it was like, they were just built, they were just building sites. They were just demolished mm. um, council Old estates or, or yeah. factories that just hadn't ever been developed. Whereas like coming back and seeing that that's been developed is boss. Like I, I like seeing that there's like great places to visit and the stuff for kids to do and and it never necessarily felt like that when I was a kid um and just this idea that I I came back to this city and and didn't feel familiar with it and I've, I, I think that's always been in my brain it's like man this changed so much loads of stuff I did know as a kid's been demolished mm. and is gone forever and no one can tell me anything about that stuff yeah. Um, so you had to like rediscover yeah I think so and also like to keep it because I know lots of these places that I'm putting on video now yeah. realistically they're not going to be around in like that Eldon Grove is, is beautiful right but it's 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 dilapidated that's yeah. just going to get demoed like I'd be really surprised if they preserve much of that to be a photo in the in the museum yeah and, uh, exactly and a nice caption and wasn't it great when we did this and that but and and yeah, you, no doubt you will be right. You'll be proved right sooner or later. I, 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 I think possibly, yeah. And, and Liverpool Council have, and, and the landowners, I suppose, have demonstrated that time and again because when you start to kind of do the local history stuff, 
the people you you'll come across like churches and you'll go like oh where you know where is that church and you'll look on a map and you think there's no, there isn't a church it's gone. yeah it's gone that that church doesn't exist I, that cinema doesn't exist I've noticed loads of churches of late going up for sale and it, it seems quite mad doesn't it like really when you think like a church I know it's 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 happened for a long time but it it seems quite like seems very very prevalent at the moment churches going up for sale a lot I of think them. it's like the um, congregations falling yeah like speaking to someone and I, I won't i won't grass them up in case they're like at part this they are part of a small community um, <clears> and they were talking <throat> about their local church which is beautiful um and you know i'm not a church goer but so i'm not that asked about that but they were saying how they over the last 20 years they've gone from having like these packed out kind of sunday services to maybe like three people turning up and it's kind of like no wonder why yeah you know, giant building with yeah. huge, you know, huge ceilings and then all that. It, it, it's costly to keep these things alive, you know. So yeah, um, sad that like, isn't it? But yeah, but they make trendy apartments, don't they? They'll make trendy apartments, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trendy apartments, indeed. Um, one of the others I've seen, which I know next and often about, was Saint Helens. Well, yeah, um, yeah, I've never even heard of it. It's interesting yeah too. and i had probably never heard of it either and, and that's pretty local to me um i think that like the bit i love about that is that it's you know the well itself is 100 years old so it's like medieval well but there's there's evidence of of like people living in that area like ten thousand years ago like wow. mesolithic stone age people mm. like had settlements in that area and there's a place called london meadow um, which is just a bit further past the well, um, where there is like there's evidence of an encampment there. You know, you're on the kind of you're on the river Alt. You've got access to the sea, I suppose. Within a few miles, you've got access to woodlands. So it's, it makes sense that it, there would be like settlements there from like that ten thousand years. How ago. could you not think that is fascinating? It is ten thousand year old scouts. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad <laughs> to try and try and fathom what this would have looked like. Yeah. I think like sometimes ten thousand years ago doesn't feel that long ago, but then even like a hundred and you know what twenty thirty years ago, it was so different. We start ten thousand years ago with people who like hitting it, yeah. animals with sticks and stones yeah. and like you know really hoping that we could eat that night. So yeah, this 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 well essentially is a spring, and it would have it would have like kept people alive for for millennia. Yeah. Um, as a as a kind yeah, of place yeah. to rest, dropping up. bombs there, cultural <laughs> millennia and stuff. True, though, isn't it? Like um, fascinating. Yeah, and and obviously, like as is the way, it becomes um, claimed by someone. A landowner realizes that they've got this water source on their land and turns it into you know officially it's a well now, uh, but it is just a spring that runs under the ground and and. You know, it was an opportunity to to drink. The the the, the land the the people that own that land now actually contacted me um, after I posted that video and asked if I knew any more details about that area. But like I say, because I'm not a historian, I mean, it's it's something I would love to do is learn more about that. But I mean, it's hard to come across yeah the the right data really and the yeah. right information. And I don't really want to make videos that are like misleading. Like I don't necessarily like. I try and tell the truth, but I might kind of embellish things a little bit or make it more interesting as a story. Um, but yeah, that whole area is like a, a ancient, ancient settlement, and you know would have been 
that's kind of crucial, I suppose, for like um, the the sort of growth of this as this this region as as somewhere that people would live. Um, albeit, you know, when we were, you know, chasing deer yeah. with, with with spear. That's funny though, isn't it? That the landowners would come to you for information and stuff that is on their land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they, the wells at the bottom of their garden, I think, is is. Um, I think it was like the daughter of the family got in touch with me. Um, yeah, and and we're really interested. So like that is on my list as something to do um, around that area because I think there's there's loads of interesting places um, in sort of Sefton and Lunt and and that that sort of more kind of rural part of, of mm. Sefton. Um, but it's just finding the right information. A bit more sort of untouched, not like no one's built over it quite yet, but there's not as much info maybe yeah, on that area. Like, unless it's like, um, you know, unless there's like a sort of cultural or industrial significance, it is hard to find information yeah. because, you know, like maybe maybe the people that live there have got stories that have been passed down by maybe the generation before that owned it. But other than that, it is quite difficult unless someone like really important owned the place. It's, it's almost impossible to find stuff. Written stuff. Yeah. Rather than that. Um, yeah. And I think that's like the direction I would like to head with the, with the channel is kind of recording like spoken stories. So rather than me making assumptions and, and reading up on, say, a significant place, what I would really love to intersperse, I suppose, is have like interviews with people. So like, you know, so like it would be really interesting, for example, to for someone who was on the picket line and the docker dispute to 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 take me to where they stood yeah. and tell me about what they were feeling at that yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's like a co- recording some of that kind of oral history, I suppose it's called, um, will be like the next step. That's it feels like a logical evolution. Yeah, I think that'd be interesting. I'm sure a lot of people certainly, you know, the docks and, and, and picket lines. I think a lot of people would be really interested in, in sort of listening to that, wouldn't they? And as you say, coming from someone who was there, giving you a real sense of what it was like, what it felt like, and their sort of their input. That'd be a good um, a good addition, wouldn't it, for for your channel? Um, we we were talking again before, so that I think we we did stumble on one of your upcoming projects. It's going to be the Williamson tunnels. Yeah, I mean it's probably the most requested. Really. So my, sorry, am I being basic to him? No, you're not at all. <laughs> it was, it no, was one of my notes I needed. <laughs> what you are doing is reminding me I need to get it on. <laughs> need um, to log back into your account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on my list. It's it's priority, really. And um, I guess, like, because, it, you know, I've got a day job, like, I, I kind of record at the weekends. Mm. It's just it's just been hard, I suppose, to get... Mm, further away from north liverpool which is why lots of people around these ends and, and south liverpool are like like when are you coming here when are you doing this with you know and, and people get annoyed with you yeah people do but right <clears throat> rightly so because i've got loads of videos filmed i yeah. just haven't edited them or written the scripts yet or done the research and it, t- it can take hours really if i want to do something properly mm. um but yeah williamson tunnels is on the list and and i think it's one of them ones that's it, that that's a really nice example, I suppose, and and similar to the Aldonian estate, where like local people have shifted a decision because my understanding is that basically that whole area was just going to be like demoed and, and backfilled and renovated, yeah. yeah, and and it was only like local people going, hold on, like 
aren't there supposed to be tunnels here? Isn't there some like stuff underground yeah. that 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 kind of Friends of Williamson tunnels kind of was founded as a as a way of preserving that piece of history? And then you know, I I, I love that kind of kind of grassroots um, ownership. Yeah. Like um, so, local yeah. people taking a real interest and a desire to preserve or to to educate people about what what's happened there. Yeah, I, I, I might be wrong, but my understanding is like that's only in like the nineties, I think, that the tunnels became more than a rumor. I, I might be really? wrong, but my understanding oh. is that that prior to like the the sort of um, the friends of Williamson tunnels, which I think were set up around the nineties, um, that the, the they just existed. I don't think there was any like real access to them. I don't think it was either like it was either beyond a rumor or kind of like uh, you know somewhere when maybe like the kids would like mess around and get yeah. access to and clamber in. Yeah. Um, but it's mad. Like that whole story is like one of those ones that everyone's got like a slightly different interpretation of why they're there yeah well um, like I, I, i've never done the tour personally i, I would love to do it and I, I, you know i should have done it by now really I, I, I you know i do need to get down there and see them but it as far as i'm aware it wasn't he like a bit of an eccentric um sort of business tycoon and, it, and he no one really knows why they're there why he built them do they so, or how, so, how long so they stretch my, for my favorite yeah, so they're massive like he he owns a huge amount of land and they're not all excavated um and they go on. I wonder why. For, for, Funding for or safety? Uh, in terms of why they're not excavated, yeah. because it's vol- it's volunteers that do it. Yeah. So so the friends of Williamson Tunnels, you can you can literally sign up and go and go down on a Sunday with a put a hard hat on and get digging. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which I'm probably going to do at some point because yeah. like I'm, I'm keen on that, supporting yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So so yeah, business tycoon. Um. The 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 best. I think the best version is that like he was some mad um like either satanist or um like doomsday guy oh yeah and thought the world was going to end no. so everyone like get into these shelters and we'll build this under subterranean city but like i think that's like bollocks obviously but um <laughs> the 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 real <laughs> version as far as i know is like that area it's a boring version, but that area is like sandstone, so all around like edge here. It's easy to is, cut. So, so, so e- yeah, easy to cut, but also like marketable. Oh, so, so, so it, mar- it was a mine essentially. Yeah, so it, it was a my understanding, and anyone out there can challenge this. I'm, I'm happy to be challenged because this is always just my understanding. Is it's a quarry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, essentially, it was a quarry. Uh, digging out sandstone would have been used to kind of either build local buildings mm-hmm. or, or used in the, the city centre was like essentially that was the yeah the main building block yeah and 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 Edge Hill was kind of, was on the cusp we're talking like the early nineteenth century we're talking like 1820 maybe when these are built so that area would have still been fields apart from like the a sort of growing. Uh, village around Edge Hill, I suppose, that then kind of latched onto the city limits. Um, so it would have been the perfect place for a quarry. That would have been used to kind of build the the kind of um, burgeoning Liverpool city centre. Um, and then, if you're really a capitalist, you've got all this quarry land, what do you do? Well, you, you want them to sell the land, build houses on it. So essentially, they're not really tunnels in the strictest sense of like corridors. They're like vaulted rooms. So 
the rooms were basically where the quarries had been cut out. They built rooms, vaulted the ceilings, so they would be able to support houses on top. Above, yeah. And then that was sold, and the guy made loads of money, is my understanding. I mean, there's the, the idea that it was kind of like to give people work as well. But I suppose, like, Liverpool is like a socialist city mm. in uh, for Scousers. Is built on capitalism, and and I have no doubt that built that, on slavery. <laughs> well, yeah, Williamson who would have made his money um, off the back of you know that worst form of capitalism. Mm. Um, I I have no doubt that he will have wanted to make some cash, <laughs> so quarrying and then filling it, not filling it, and then building it into a structure that allowed houses to be built on top to sell and make more money. Makes yeah. perfect sounds, sense to me. Sounds like the uh, <laughs> sounds like the sun, doesn't it? Really, this yeah. plus this equals this. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but you know, the the, the bit the, the bits that intriguing is that we just haven't discovered it all. Like, yeah, I think that's like that exciting, isn't it? It yeah. might be as you say. It probably is that way. It probably isn't like you know something hidden down there. It probably just Who is knows? all rooms backfilled with half brick yeah. <laughs> and like yeah, sand and stuff. I but... don't think there's a portal to hell or anything. No, probably knows? not. Like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Liverpool's full of tunnels. Like this is the bit that's like exciting, I suppose, is that's a good example of like subterranean Liverpool. But you know, there's supposedly like a tunnel the whole length of Dale Street, um, and lots of streets where there were like clubs would have had shared cellars, for example, that would have run the length of the street. So there's all these places that are potentially inaccessible. Um that maybe the landlords know about, maybe the landlords don't even know about. That place, um, that Bridewell um, student accommodation, like there's a, there's a there's a tunnel that runs from there to the magistrate's court behind one of the walls. I've, I had a look on YouTube. I didn't find it when I was there because I wasn't sure of the location, but you get those kind of, um, it, it looks like a, it's like an access point on, on one of the walls in the basement and you open it up and you can still see all like the cell doors and the start of this tunnel that runs off to the courts. So there's all these places in Liverpool where supposedly if you can find the right door and you've got the right kit, you can get yourself into like some subterranean version of the city. Well, see, if we if we were in Edinburgh now, we, we would be using that phrase. I was just thinking, that, and then you just said it at the end there, like Edinburgh's, like they sort of celebrate the fact that they have a subterranean yeah, city, yeah, don't yeah. they? The old town is built on top of the new town, essentially, because of plague or overcrowding, maybe maybe a bit of both. But that, that's an, um, it's sort of an interesting thing. We need to uh, we need to get these open, don't we? We need to get these... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, know. like, the Williamson Tunnels is such a big project, but... You know, this this I think like they'll call themselves the moles, right? These guys that know where these tunnels are, they know how to get in, they know how to kind of like circumnavigate security or fences or whatever. Um, but there's tons of them. There's there's loads of them. Like you know, and people always have like fantastical versions. Like for example, um, where the old castle was on Castle Street. Like apparently under there, there's still like shackles and cells, and there's like lakes under the water. I think if, if they're not doing it at the moment, but the Maritime Museum do like a tour of the old dock, and you can you can see that from Liverpool One. Um, there's like that bit with the well um, at the bottom of the steps where you look down through that piece of glass, mm. um, but you can kind of get down there, and, and so people do have access to these things. So it's you're right though that. You know, as is the way, the cities just get 
you know, new buildings just get built on top of old buildings and streets get filled in and built up. So yeah, old Liverpool would have been below the surface of Liverpool as we call it today. Definitely. Mm, it's interesting though, isn't it? Um, but like in, in Edinburgh, there's a whole whole scene of, of like going to see those places, like celebrating them. Maybe we need to uh, start doing that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I, I don't quite know why we don't. Um, some mm. people do. But it, it feels very much, it's either very grassroots or it's it's very commercial. So I would imagine, for yeah. example, there's lots of these tours, like ghost tours. I don't know how they operate, but I would imagine they have to like pay someone to access some of these kind of older, you know, older rooms or tunnels that are underneath the streets because certain tours you can access to them. Um, otherwise, it'll just be grassroots. Like I was saying earlier, you know, talking to landlords in Liverpool and they'll talk about, oh, yeah, apparently such and such has found a, a tunnel in their basement. If you go and do the, if you go and change the beer in that in, in that pub there and, and turn right at the end of that cellar, you, there's a gate and you can get through that. You can get through, like across the road That's and cool. all this yeah. sort of stuff. It's mad. There's loads of those sort of uh, YouTube channels, isn't there? I don't know if you've seen any of them, and they're like like abandoned type yeah, people, yeah, yeah. aren't they? And, they? and they go through all them, and they end up like the catacombs in Paris and all that. Oh, man, yeah. We need to be going on, don't we, in town? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. See, see there's some good, good, good people doing it in the northwest now. There's a oh, yeah. there's, there's a there's a fella um, called Dave. I think his channel's called like Exploring with Me, Dave, which I love. Sounds about right. Um, I seen him once actually at Rivington Pipe, really coincidentally, and then like happened that he's from he's from the area, but he's done some good videos. There's a good photographer on Instagram called Jacob Kelly. Um he takes some great shots. Um but yeah, there's loads of these people. I don't it's it, they probably work in the same way to me. Like I scan Google Maps and old maps and find stuff that looks unusual mm. or interesting. Just go looking. I just go looking, whereas I think like they're just braver than me. Like going to Elden Grove felt scary if you did go to Elden Grove Grove. like if I was to go to Elden Grove that would feel a bit scary because like I'm not nimble and I can imagine getting my pants (laughs) caught on the fence with like the plods not not trespassing (laughs) no like like trousers gone yeah yeah yeah. well you know just don't be running down rock boxes you're in your undies squad car (laughs) dangling there no 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 you don't want to be but yeah, like there's, the, uh, which is, I mean, it, I think it'd be a shame if if there was like a stop to that because essentially that you know that they're, they're kind of doing what I'm doing, but they're going, they're finding like maybe places that they can get into and access, and you know it's more about the kind of thrill of, of exploring, whereas that might be more I'm more about like the the info, yeah, yeah, the info and the the education, yeah, yeah, then people are a bit um. A bit wild, aren't you? See some of them videos, yeah. things done about that. <laughs> I just have to see like the spray painted sign of the dog on the uh, the, the uh, like the wall nearby. I think I don't know about that. that <laughs> um, brilliant. So, um, yeah, I think we'll sort of leave it there for our um, for, for talking about social history. And um, I see Alex's TikTok account is Living Liverpool Tour, so go over and follow and have a look at that. Um, yeah, so we'll move on to our um, listener question which we sent in today. And then hand out all the audio awards. Uh, so, uh, Alex, yeah, you're the guest. Would you like to go first? Uh, underrated movie, please. Underrated movie. Okay, so we're laughing about this. My underrated <laughs> I can't wait movie for this explanation. is <laughs> The Princess Bride. And 
it's a, essentially it's a kids' film, and there's there's various reasons why I've selected it. Firstly, nostalgia, and it kind of taking me back to a play, like a part of childhood where you know if you did grow up when I grew up, you had like two or three VHSs, and you would just watch them to death. Um, and Princess Bride being one of them, and essentially it's a fairy tale, but being a sort of like young lad who wasn't necessarily into kind of like Disney and that sort of telling um, of a fairy tale. It follows a similar format in that you've got like um, an unrequited love of, of this kind of the pig boy, the guy who kind of tends to the tends to the animals and then the the, the, the farm girl who ends up kind of marrying the, the, the evil king. But along the way, just the, the, the sort of yarn that's told is just so funny and like excellent and romantic and i think it that was it was like being like a young lad who, who maybe wasn't into the romance of like animated disney but sort of felt like this this like romance in this film was like really like beautiful i think and andre the giant is in it <laughs> and uh plays plays a giant funny mm, enough but there's these the, the three sort of bad guys if you like who are, who are pursuing our hero the whole way so there's like uh, andre the giant is the strong man there's the kind of excellent sword fighter and then there's the um like the the kind of the brains of the operation if you like who's who's um the, the most devious i, I suppose and, and what's really nice is that across the the movie you kind of get to know them as well, particularly um, the, the strong man and the sword fighter. You get to know their, um, you get to know like their backstory as well, and you you learn about them. They're not like disposable henchmen that kind of disappear. So it feels quite complex. Um, so yeah, my recommendation really, I think, is like if you haven't watched The Princess Bride or you've dismissed it as a kids' movie, watch it. I would watch it every day. I love it. Every day. I, I was about to say, you're a deep, you're a, a deep child, weren't you, Alice? But it's not necessarily a kid's movie, you're saying? No? <laughs> I think not. it's a movie for everyone. Okay. I think it is a movie for everyone. Like, I would happily watch this as a as a 40-year-old, or I would recommend it to watch it with your nine-year-old kids. It's just boss. It's just great the whole way through. And, you know, it really takes me back to a place where... You know, I, I probably would say like, oh, I don't like, you know, I don't like these kids' movies, and then I would sit on the sofa and watch that multiple times a week and think, oh, I love it. I want to be this guy. <laughs> well, I've never seen it, but on, to be honest, so I, I'm gonna have to check it out because it sounds uh, you got it. Sounds a good watch. Uh, yeah, sounds a good watch. Well, my underrated movie, I, I don't know. I'm, it mightn't be an underrated movie because it's got two of the sort of the greatest, most famous, um, you know, well-revered actors in of all time. Uh, Al Pacino and uh, Robert De Niro and Heat. Um, I, I I do think it's a slightly underrated movie though because it's it's not one that's often talked about. You know, you let people talk at length about Goodfellas, won't you? Or The Godfather, or anything like that. Sort of crime, gangsterish movies. Um, but for me, Heat, Heat's great. I, I remember years ago talking about VHS box sets. My dad had this like um, this box, and it was like a trip the uh, trilogy of De Niro movies. It had um, Deer Hunter on it, Goodfellas, and Heat. Now. Deer Hunter is about 17 hours long. So as a, yeah, as a kid, a you know, yeah, it's a tough watching <laughs> Russian roulette and it, it's it's a bit heavy, isn't it? Like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're not watching that as a kid. I, I loved Goodfellas. Even when I was young, I loved it. I loved the music. I've always liked the old music. I loved Jimmy Conway, the Nero's character. In it. I just thought he was dead funny and horrible, but a great character. I, I always, So I always loved it. But Heat, 
I did try to watch it when I was younger, but I thought, God, this is boring, and it's not a short movie. But I, I've watched it many, many times since. And um, when I was thinking uh, of an underrated movie, when this question was uh, sent in to the, uh, the the Insta account, so again, you know, if anyone has got a, a sort of a listener question, uh, you know, DM on there, and we'll you know we'll, uh, we'll react to it on a, on a different show. But I, I just think it's a watch film. It's um, based off a real story, and funny enough, De Niro plays the part of Neil McCauley in it. Now he was actually the detective in it. He was a real life detective, but De Niro plays. He's like the villain in it, isn't he? He's he's, he's the baddie, but he, he took the name of the cop, which I thought was a bit of a weird, um, you know. So I wonder why he did that. I'm not really sure, but um, those two heavyweights on screen together, De Niro and Pacino. There's that famous diner scene when the um, De Niro, um, Pacino chases him down in a police helicopter and pulls him over, and then he says, "Come on, I'll buy you a cup of coffee," and, and they go and have that scene. And it's often sort of muted as one of like the best scenes of all time. It's just them two sort of verbally sparring over like a cup of coffee, and you can see that like begrudging respect that they sort of have for one another, but they're saying like, "Well, I'm I'm coming for you," and the others going, "Well, you're not going to get me." All right, I just always thought it was bastards. Um, I I'm watching this like this YouTube video about it, and there's a, there's a, an image of De Niro, and it's like this lonely home he has in Malibu, and he's sort of looking out at the coast, and it's taken from a painting um, called Pacific by Alex Colville. Um, I had to Google that this morning, by the way. I'm not like David no, Brent. I'm not like yeah. da- I'm not like David Brent. No, he does it. Do- Dostoevsky. I didn't know that off the top of my head. Like I had seen the YouTube video in the past, so I had to Google it this morning. I'm not just like quoting like. Uh, yeah, centuries old paintings and stuff like that, but it but it fitted so well. So like Michael Mann, the director, seen this painting, and it must have given him some sort of feeling of just pure loneliness. And De Niro's character in it, the 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 name of the movie comes from is is mantra in life where if you feel a heat around the corner, don't be attached to anything. You're not willing to drop to get away from the police. Like his it, it, big thing is don't be attached to anything because you, you know the cops are coming for you. But um, yeah, just go and give it a watch. A brilliant movie. There's there's a scene where he goes to this junkyard. Uh, to go to this criminal informant, like one of the snitches, and they get out the car just in the background. It's of it must be purposely framed it in shot, and there's this like pile of of like industrial waste, but it, it's like yellow sulfur, and it's like it's just so weird. It's it's almost like it looks like it shouldn't be there, like it's been superimposed. It's like sort of bright yellow. It's in the right hand of the, of this of the shot of the frame, and just weird, just little touches like that. The, the opening scene, De Niro, he gets off the train. Apparently they just used like he, he just got on the train. They just filmed them coming off the real the like blue line or whatever it's called in LA. And then there's all these like weird noises, like it's a metallic and quite like inorganic and like all of it sort of scratchy and stuff like that. And then that the, the sound like blends into like he keeps walking, keeps walking. He ends up in a hospital. Then the sound sort of dissipates and ends up in like the the heart monitors and like the beeping of sounds of the you know the the equipment they use in it and just little things like that. There's just loads of little touches here and there. I just think it's just a really, really great film. And um, yeah, so maybe not criminally underrated, but it's not particularly a popular movie, I, I wouldn't know what say. You're but... saying, though, yeah, because I, I think I remember watching Heat and almost expecting Goodfellas or Casino and the sort of like the, the immediate buzz and like visceral like violence that came with that and finding Heat harder because maybe it was that you had to lean into it more mm. so you know i'll put this back on my list because i probably struggled to get into that the first time i watched it mm. as well so it's like noir isn't it and like he, he he often wears like a gray suit in it the nero and he's quite nondescript in it and you know he, he's very sort of 
he's understated in it. He almost blends into the background a bit, and it's just interesting. It's a really good film, I think. Though. Excellent. Yeah. So yeah, that's my. Uh, I'll check it out. Uh, and then again, for the namesake of the podcast, uh, go ahead, Alex, hand out your audio water audio this week, please. <laughs> so yeah, we. I've, I've, this is, I've been racking my brains over this, like, and I've gone. I've you know I've had my Spotify open, and I've gone like, what am I listening to? What is it? <laughs> podcasts what albums are, 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 am i on at the moment i thought right okay so my whole my whole thing is visiting places so i'm going to choose a sound from a location and be like proper arty farty Love that. um <laughs> and, and the, the location i'm going to choose and i'm going to recommend anyone to go here next time it's sunny is ainsdale beach um which is sort of between formby and southport and doesn't doesn't really get much press. People don't really talk about going there as much as, say, Formby and Freshfield and Crosby, maybe. But Ainsdale's, like, different. And the, the reason I thought this would be appropriate is, like, it is such a calm, relaxing place. The sea is, like, probably on a, on a sort of... When the tide is out, it's probably, like, 15, 20 minutes walk from the car park to the sea across the beach. And you feel like you're on the moon. So the sound that exists is even nothing or like, do you know, sometimes there's like a sound when there's like an absence of sound and it's almost like impossible to have any stress in that location. So the, the, the vague sort of whisper of like the, the, the sea and the, yeah, and, the water's and, great for stuff like, like that. And it's calming, it, isn't it? It's and it's in, but it's in the distance. So it's just like, on the edge of your of your hearing because it's so vast and it's like this sort of moonscape of a beach there's not really like people around you so there's no chatter and if it's just you you could be like 10 minutes walk from anyone else there's no like birds or anything so the the sound is just like the perfect place if you've got a busy head like me it's like somewhere to take yourself and just relax and just feel good and and almost here here nothing but it's not quite nothing it's it's like all these little teasers of calm noise that creep in so that's my audio award oh, that, brilliant like, I like that, that really. was that too like romantic after no. after my like kids movie and then like <laughs> balancing it out saying like a little walk on the beach <laughs> you didn't do the voice they should have did the voice well if you think that was arty farty bear with me because i'm going to quote the novel uh, my my, I would say my favourite novel. Uh, I do like to read. Um, probably don't read as much as I would like, but this is one we studied in school, and I've always just really, really enjoyed it. It's from The Great Gatsby. Um, so I, I guess a lot of people probably study it in school, and it's the final line of the novel, and it's so we beat on boats against the current, born ceaselessly into the past. So that's like the final sentence of the book. Um, and I always, it always stood out. I always remembered it and like, oh, what, what, what does that even mean? And and it, I, it, it's just that interesting. I think it's, it's almost like its own little self-contained poem, I think. It, it, there's like so much going on there. There's like alliteration in there, which is, you know, very, very a sort of a, almost like a childlike, like a rhythm to it, beats and boats and back. It's like as if it's pushing the, um, you're pushing the person down who it's talking about, it, you know, the, the main character who, um, who obviously dies? Um, oh, sorry, not the main character, the one that books about, not the narrator. But um, I thought it was dead interesting. Born, the word born in it is spelled B O R N E. And now that can be defined as carrying a weight. So that could be seen as like an anchor. So, like, they're talking about a boat against the currents. 
and and the weight of his life and you know, his past experiences. They're like an anchor. I just thought that was dead interesting. Um, like as if it's a whole whole sort of thing contained in 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 that one in that one sentence. And uh, so yeah, that's Very my good. award for the. Very uh, good. I think you actually beat me there on the kind of. There's no. There's the, no. Uh, there's no competition. I meant on the arty fartiness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that's been the audio awards for this week. Thank you very much, Alex. Uh, do go over and check out Living Liverpool Tour. And um, hope yeah. you enjoyed. Are you, I'll say you find me on TikTok, Instagram, all of them places. Make sure you... <laughs> <laughs> he nearly got through it, didn't he, though, at the end? No, don't. You can follow it if you like, but, you know, just watch the videos and go and explore. That's the main thing. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you again. Bye.